Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Just like that. Monday's rolled around again, boys. Welcome back. Good to see you. Good to see you too. Yeah, very good. (laughs) And so the first time ever we've got the cats actually keen. Yeah, They're up and about. How good's that for me? (laughs) Not very good at all. Well, what's happening in the world? Big Brother starts tonight, boys. I know. I'm actually recording it because I'm a big fan. Are you? Massive You said last year actually it was the best season you've ever seen. Yeah, because they've sort of mixed it with Survivor, and that shit is right up my alley. Were you a viewer when it first began, 2001, Australia? Always giving it a go. Yeah. That was the Sarah Marie, we had Blair, the guy that won, I forget his name, do you remember the name? Fitzy. Yep. Oh, yeah. Was it? No, it wasn't. <laughs> um, ben, I think it was, yeah. Interesting, oh. interesting name. It's funny how much you care about someone and then you don't. Oh, very. Yeah, so fast. That's a long time ago, though. Mm. I actually tried out for Big Brother once. He's about yeah. to fuck you up, this cat. They made you do some weird so shit. what year was this? Uh, it was a year after Fitzy because he was there, like, hyping everyone up. Yeah. And oh, I'm not going to be able to so, breathe. So you met Fitzy. <laughs> Did you meet Fitzy? Yeah, just in passing. Not like, okay. yeah. I met, I met him a um, few years back when we were doing a brand deal in Sydney. Funny guy. Yeah. That was the Fitzy and Whipper thing, yeah. Is that where a bus went off the cliff? Or was yes, going to? That's, yeah, that was yeah. the time we were talking up, up that video, yeah. I just remember being in a room at the entertainment centre with yeah. shitloads of people and being made to, like, make out that you're rooting someone, like fresh air. Are you serious? Oh, oh. so weird. They ha- I, I tried out as well, and they had heaps of those games. But to be honest, I wasn't prepared to be the big dickhead straight away, and you had to be, like, outrageous to yeah. even get... What do they want you to do? Like, just do a backflip? Yeah, like... like, like- Vomit and then eat it. Like, what are they? What are they wanting? That was part okay. Of the like criteria. one of the ones I had to do is they threw an object into the middle of a square, let's say like a three it. by three meter square, and five people had to run in. First person to grab it had to pick it up and then sing a song about the item they picked up, like on the spot. And wow. you wouldn't know what the item was until they threw it. Just weird shit like that. So in other words, you have to rock up completely off your head. Yeah, basically. Just yeah. fucking... And can, viewers, can we keep in mind that Rick is allergic to cats? So Very this is this is not going to end well And we ran out of Telfast last week. Yeah. You know that cat... Double drop. That cat has it's a fine. special feature when you buy it. <laughs> what is it doing? Doesn't want me to talk anymore. <laughs> yeah, you can tell when someone's bad at a podcast. No, it's actually... <laughs> It, um, it's a sorrow cat, so it can tell if you're upset about something and it hangs around the saddest person in the room. Fuck I'm off. not even joking. My brother came over Friday night and... And it was just all over him. Oh, all over him. And, he, and oh, we drank a lot. I got very, very, very hungover. Red wine? Actually, do you know what? Big Brother was the best when they used to just give him unlimited alcohol. I know. And they, it they was, would I just paro every night. <laughs> now they get given like four beers each and it's so yeah, tame. It's like a responsible drinking thing oh, yeah. on boring. Big Brother. That, that shouldn't exist at all. Mm. That's something I, that shouldn't be illegal. I reckon the best follow-up to the nights when they're all paro, though, was just the hangovers and mm. oh, 
weird stories. Hangovers. They're so relatable. Are mm. the worst, but the best. Because if you have a hangover, that means you've had a good night. Right, Dan? I, I think I'm still hungover now, to be honest, two days so later. You, so you had a big one on Saturday. Well, Friday night that led into Saturday. Oh, okay, yeah. And my whole body's off. Like, if you guys see, like, a cloud of smoke and I'm gone, it's because I'm about to shit my pants. So <laughs> I could be gone on this podcast at any second. Yeah. You'll know why. I'll be looking yeah. forward to that. Oh. Do, you, do you have a, um, a moment in time where you look back and you go, wow, that, that night, that hangover, that was, that was big. That, that was huge. That, that's as good as it gets. Do we have something? Yeah, yeah, I've actually got a good one. It was my 25th birthday. I hired a... Um, so 15 years ago? No. no. What was that? Eight years ago. <laughs> Trying to reveal your age. Oh, no. And, yeah, but I woke up on a houseboat. He's 33. Uh, 33, yeah. Right. Woke up on a houseboat, pretty much one person missing, right? Had yeah. no idea where they were. And guess who that person was? Who? This guy. <laughs> Gone. Oh, you were yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, I don't want to tell this story. So, I'm not joking. I've I've panicked a bit because you know what happens when people get drunk on a boat, overboard, drowned, dead. See you later. Yeah. Water and alcohol do not mix. Not very good at all. But just ask Natalie Woods. That's a story for another time. Yeah. Well, famous famous actor that's dead. All right. Let's move on. We to bring down the mood. Right? <laughs> I messaged him. Got no response, called him, got no response, started getting worried. Yeah. Um, and I think it must have been going to message bank. And then about 30 minutes later, it's getting to the point where I was like, I've probably got to start thinking about authorities here. because He's probably dead. Yeah. He is walking along the bank. And this is not like at 10 o'clock or whatever. I've woken up at 6, serious hangover, can't think straight. So it's like just becoming light and I see this silhouette walking towards the boat. And it's like it doesn't look like Rick. Not the, not the clothes that Rick would be wearing. Yeah. He gets closer and closer. And then I'm like, that's Rick. It is Rick. And then I notice that he's wearing skin-tight jeggings. Right? Yeah. Jeggings. He's got no T-shirt on. Jeggings crossed between jeans and leggings. Correct. For those playing at uh, home. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no T-shirt. Yeah. And he's wearing short shorts as a scarf. That's it. So and he's, he's barefoot walking. He's rooted someone. <laughs> I think he banged a Manum four, <laughs> which is a oh, an Adelaide. It's an Adelaide two. That's all right. <laughs> it was the middle of fucking winter as well. Mm-hmm. Though. That's the thing. So so a three. I so was let, scrambling let, around to try and find my clothes in the dark. Couldn't, find, couldn't find my phone. Couldn't find anything. Mm. And I found a pair of jeggings <laughs> and some short shorts. And it was that bad that you tried to get out there with jeggings and just yeah. as fast as you could. And I didn't wear shoes either. It was freezing cold and I walked past this bloke who was out there just like started to water like watering his lawn and his plants oh. and yeah that was bad actually walk of shame the worst the worst part you can tell I'm so embarrassed by this story what's the worst part it we gets had worse. to get the clothes back to the girl oh. and get my phone and my keys oh, and my wallet and my no. shoes oh no oh no that's mm. horrible yeah she had she her friend had to call her to get her to pick up all your shit off her floor and come re-meet you after you'd escaped down at the yeah. houseboat. The idea is to leave when both of you are still sort of drunk, sort of still, you know, oh. yeah, that in was the clouds, so- and then to leave and then come back. Why did, why did you leave? It's the last thing you want. I don't know. I think, actually, I had this weird thought in my mind that I thought the parents are about to get home, and I thought this is going to be bad. I just need to go. Oh. So I just grabbed what I could and bolted. It was bad. 
they're, they're the sorts of nights that you just wish, you know, I'm known for the McLaughlin power down. You're so bad. You, you fall asleep under staircases heaps, like a lot. People don't know where you've gone. Right, I'll give you two. Sorry to cut you off. Are you two the kind of guys that will get drunk and you're that drunk that you'll piss on a da- dance floor at like a club? Did you say dance, funny? I said dance floor. Yeah. You know the thing you dance on? Yeah. No, nah, I won't piss on uh, that. Do you, you don't get to nah, that level? Not you, don't, like that. you don't get home and you piss in a cupboard? Um, you can't really tell when I'm hammered. I'm almost the same. Because there's people out there that do that. Yeah, I know. And judging by this story, I thought you two were right up that alley. <laughs> nah, he, he looks like he's about to, but never will do that, I yeah. don't think. All right, I'll give you a few, right? Mm. I've fallen asleep in some weird places after nights on the piss. Very. I reckon my best one ever was me and my mate Blackie, just down the road from where I was living at the time of rental, was the Glenunga Footy Oval and the high school. And we went down there at like four in the morning. We were doing an all-nighter. And we'd gone down there, kicking the footy, can't see anything. So we're just basically booting the ball and hoping it doesn't hit each other in the head. And then I climbed up on the cricket nets and he's like, oh, climbing's a great idea. So we ran over to the school and we ended up both up on top of the gymnasium. So think about like a basketball arena, basically. Is that like three stories high? Very high. That's like fallen, you're a quadriplegic sort of stuff. Yeah. yeah. And anyway, we both fell asleep up there. <laughs> Woken up and like the sun's coming up. And then we went back to sleep. Woke back up and the school siren's gone and kids started arriving. <laughs> so we oh, like, oh, yes. Climbing down off the roof. Yes. <laughs> This is what I've been waiting for. This is how the fuck do I get out of this? Mm. Like you have to wait for like the first lesson and yeah. then quickly go down. Oh. Yeah. Did you get caught? Nah. Oh, no. Oh, cool. oh, I don't know. We how do two exactly seedy middle-aged males not get caught climbing down a school building? We were like climbing down the gutters and stuff. It was oh. pretty funny. Oh, my God. I love that, that story. That's brilliant. I just did one on the weekend as well, actually. Nine points. I fell asleep sitting up, not even on a chair. I sent you the photo. Is that what I saw? Yeah. I thought you were just very sad. <laughs> no. <laughs> we were in the living room. My mate Jared, who plays in my band, came over. We were jamming. and um, Must have been exciting sudden, if you fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> all of a sudden, we're both asleep. I'm sitting bolt upright and like couldn't get comfortable. And Jared fell asleep on the ground holding a wine glass just like this. Oh, yeah. I'm going to have to have a closer look at that because yeah. I didn't realise you were sleeping. Yeah, no. I wasn't, um, wasn't <laughs> well-liked. In my household on, on Sunday morning. Oh, did you do bad? I slept in the living room, sitting up. <laughs> <laughs> it's not good. Oh, uh, fuck. You, you done any bads? Um, I mean, I've woken up in a lot of bad places, but none that can top the high school story. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah, that was yeah. one of the good ones. That's elite. <laughs> yeah, that is, that's up there. That's untouchable. Next best I've got is being woken up by cops on the sidewalk and being driven back to... The house that was about 800 metres away. I almost made it home. I, but I love alcohol a lot and you guys are – you've got me covered, I reckon. Yeah, we must just explore got a lot. High school roofs and – Do you know the funny one, actually? You mentioned pissing in cupboards. I used to um, – another rental that we were living in, I used to um, have my brother living on a futon in the same room and I remember he got home one night and he's banging and clanging downstairs, got up to the bedroom and then all of a sudden he stands up. And I thought, oh, he's going out, walking out of the room to go and take a piss. And I had this 
big set of cupboards and he's opened up one of the doors and I just heard this noise. I thought he was vomiting. So I've gone, oh, no. Ran over, turned the light on, and he's just like holding his hand up against the side of the cupboard and just pissing in the cupboard. That's weird. My so older brother weird. does that so much. Your mother? It's no, but older brother. Oh. No, older mother? <laughs> older mother, my oldest mother. No, he, he whenever he gets drunk, he, if there's a wardrobe, you have to put things in front of it because it's drawn to wardrobe and, and then he pisses in it. What is the last one before we move on? I dated a girl once, and her brother got home from a night out on the piss, and he used to ride motorbikes. He went into his cupboard and did a shit in his helmet, and his mum came in. And she's like, "What are you doing? A shit, shit in, in the, the helmet. helmet? Yeah, how good's that? It's almost yeah. like he's drawn to the motorbike thing. Grab the helmet. This is what I wear when I ride a motorbike, and I'm shitting in it because I'm that fucked up. Was it a revenge shit or just a didn't know? You're going to pay credit where credit's shit in his own helmet. It's in his own helmet. Oh, his own helmet. Yes. His own helmet. Oh, fuck. I can't believe these are so crazy for you guys because. Nah, it's like, I think I'm just surprised because I haven't heard them and I've known you for so long. Mm. It's funny what. Just before we move on, I think I'm a well-behaved drunk. Not not a a really well-behaved drunk, but like a drunk that for the level of drunk that I'm on, I'm. You're behaving well. well. Yes. 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 Well, Correct. that's always good. Yeah. Do you know what's even better than that? What? What uh, What does it sell for? Oh, bingo. 220, 220, 220, going twice. Got to go against wide nuts. Dead man walking. Fair warning tonight. It's not like yeah. you here. You got it for 210. All right, boys. Um, I'm a bit of an idiot. This is my comeback show, by the way. I don't you know. tell us something we don't know? I'm coming back. To be, I can't tell you much. Do you know what I did? I went out on a limb to something weird. I can't what? even pronounce half the words in the description. Oh, what? So they're just like... They're just adult words. I was going to say, they're like year 11 level. <laughs> okay, but we're going to start off. I call this one the fat lady. This week is Egyptian week, by the way. Yeah. So these are artifacts. Oh, no. Oh, God. This is where it ends. Uh, you, you said you wanted something that could go for massive bucks. So here we are. Uh, that was a trick. You said massive bucks. That means cheap. Could be cheap. Who knows? All right, All right the fat lady. Have a look. This is an Egyptian. That's a Chinese lady. Probably is. What's the name of it? That's got nothing to do with Egyptian. No, probably not. I might be throwing you off. Um, a beautifully sculptured and painted Tang pottery fat lady. It's definitely Chinese. Yeah, probably Chinese, not Egyptian. Uh, standing in flowers. Uh, Can you pronounce that word Did you again? say Egyptian? Egyptian. <laughs> <laughs> it's Egyptian. Um, basically, it's a fat lady. It's an old thing. Yeah. Doesn't well, tell me where it's from. Can you tell us what it's made out of? What year no. it was created? No, nothing. No. Oh. There was nothing like that in the description. So. All right, we don't have much to work with. Uh, Tang era, did you say? Tang. Mm, just give me a moment. Yeah, uh, I'll just write something down here. What was calling you? What price? Yeah, I've got mine. I th- I think this will be accurate. Three hundred ninety thousand. Uh, four thousand five hundred dollars. Oh, oh, the price is. A hundred and twenty? No, it's twelve thousand five hundred bucks. How much? Twelve thousand five hundred. Mike wins that one. Yes. Oh, you went really That's high. Tang era, mate. Maybe, maybe that is the I don't know the shit artist creation of that era. That's not worth much. Don't get too upset get about it. Cat era away. From I'm very happy about that, Mark. I'm, I'm back. That's uh, seven to three, mate. Really? Hmm. All right, this isn't my comeback show. I'm then. a I'm a good guesser. All right, this next one's a dagger. Like right. an actual dagger or? Yeah. Yeah. Have a look. Oh, what era is this one from? Uh, you see that? Yes. Is that out of Game of Thrones? Uh, looks like it. I can't really make it any bigger. There is some little engravings on it and whatnot, yeah. but all right. 
Okay. Um, Read it out. What are we working with here, Dan? Right. It's a bronze dagger. Uh, the blade is a steel, steel sharp with raised central midrib. The bone handle. Did you just say midrib? Yeah, midrib. Oh, it's getting a bit technical. Yes, it's um, 1800 BC. Uh, 800 BC, sorry. Oh, okay. How bad what, is your dyslexia tonight? Very bad. And uh, it's Western Iran. Okay, so it's not Egyptian. No. Did you say Western Iran? Mm. All right, we'll just scribble out that then. There you go. <laughs> and, yeah. Five, that's, five that's grand. Like five grand? Yep. Yeah, I was going to say 8500 Are you going to say that? $8,500. Okay. Price is $1,150. Uh, is that you? Yeah. What do you mean? Yes. Is that you? Oh, I forget. Five grand's lower than. I've just. I don't listen to you guys. I'm too busy concentrating on buttons. Yeah, that's pretty cheap, actually. It is. I'd buy that for that price. You I said wouldn't? Did you say 800 BC? I can't remember. 880 well, BC. Yeah. Well, my my memory's like. As soon as you said that, I thought money. Yeah. Well, you're wrong. That's a buy and a resale right there. Mm. All right. Last one. Okay. There was one Egyptian thing. It's a little... Oh, okay. How little is it? What size? I don't know. Um, Did you do the measurements? No. Nah, I, I, I can't even understand the description. So it's an imported royal shabti oh, from the shabti. Sudanese king, okay. Taharaqua. Oh, shabti. Beautifully carved oh, and... Beautifully carved. Yep. I don't know. All these words are big and big I don't really word, understand any of big them. Big words. What year? Um... Uh, don't even know. It just says, no, nah, it doesn't have a date. Yeah, good vintage that one. dollars $8,000. $8,000. $15,500? Yes. That's so bad. Yeah. I don't even know how big that thing is. Yeah, neither do I. That's Massive. expensive. I know. It's a guessing game. The whole thing's a guessing well, game. Well, we, we thought cheap. Well, not cheap, but cheap for what it's worth. And I was slightly less cheap. So award me the points and let's move on. Do you know what? I think this game needs to go. Don't like it. I don't like it. Is it I'm not good lose? at it and oh. I don't like it. I'm well, enjoying it. I'll tell you what. <laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> I would like to get more of a description, but they don't give it to you because I think most of these sites is more like you should already know what you're looking at. Well, you can't, <clears throat> you can't fucking read it anyway. That's why they're not guys, giving you more. Yeah, guys, well, cut the crap. Okay. There's more important things to talk about. Oh. Right now in the world, I'm telling you right now, have we seen, let's just be serious for one second, what's going on in India right now? Have we seen what's going on in India with the coronavirus? Oh, I thought you were going to say Do that. we know oh, how yeah. many people are dying every day and how many people are actually catching the coronavirus? And I do. Yeah? What are the numbers? Because the, here's the thing, the numbers are way off from what they actually are. What do you mean? I'm telling you now, they're saying roughly 2,500 per day are dying when it's a lot higher. And I've seen a lot of things online that are extremely distressing. And I'm wondering, have you guys seen any of it? No, not at all. Because while I've brought this up, I'm telling you right now, the Olympics is on in one month's time and there's a good chance that they might not go ahead because it's getting so bad. Where, like, where are the Olympics very, this year? We're in a very bad place when it comes to coronavirus. Yeah, well, we're not. Did you just say 
Where are the Olympics? I don't care about the Japan. Olympics until they're on. It's Jap- It's Tokyo. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Oh, hey, Okazaimasu, when, when the Olympics are on, <laughs> I'm all about it. But until it's on, I couldn't care but who's planning it, where it is, what's I'm happening. I'm telling you now, I don't think they'll go ahead because it is getting that bad and I can't believe how bad it's getting. Okay, so what are your numbers? They are cremating, they are cremating bodies in India right now because they are running out of beds they are running out of oxygen. It's getting extremely bad. Really? And with all this going on, I just think, how can they go ahead with such a big worldwide event as the Olympics? Well, I, I just what don't if they got rid of a sport out of the Olympics? Do you reckon that could help it go they ahead? They should get rid of a lot, lot of sports out of the Olympics. Oh. What's happened with my words? I can't talk very well. You sound good to me. Yeah. No, <laughs> well, actually, what, um, see what's happening? What sport would you get rid of? I hate about four of them. Hang on, Olympics. Yeah. They're all good. Are they? No. Are they? Let's think. Actually, think about them. Think about the Break ones. dancing. I'm getting rid of break dancing. Oh, yeah. my God. It's fun to see on the street, but break, that's not Olympics. Break right? dancing is not an Olympic sport. As no. in, like, you've just made that up. Have no, you just no, made it's that dead up? Set, it's it's a real thing. It no got, way. Yeah, got brought in recently. Break dancing. Yeah, how many years ago did that come when in? When this microphone cuts out, you'll know why. Did <laughs> Did that did breakdancing come into the Olympics ten seconds ago? No, just recently, like last time. <laughs> oh my Sorry, no! Yeah, really? Yeah, okay. I'm understood. Um, if I were to get rid of rid of one, I would say skateboarding. Oh. I mean, look, See, I didn't even know that was it. Olympics I sport. love Tony Hawk's Pro Skater <laughs> too. So do I. But I'm not 12 years old, so I can't say that. Skateboarding should be involved in the Olympics. Shame. It's not like okay. Here's here's one that I would be me. able to get into it, but I don't wear globes anymore. Okay, That's shameful. okay. Tell me this. <laughs> so you got sports like golf and rugby. Right? Good on you. Yeah, they're good sports. But they're good sports. If you're going to have those, have everything or fuck those off. Like I don't mind seeing judo. Couldn't agree more. Couldn't agree judo more. Judo once every four years. Stop it. Yeah. yeah, once every four years, just because it's. Have like, you fed the cat catnip? I don't know. It's. He's just fucking very hungry. Well, here's here's the thing, right? Why do they have soccer? I hate calling it that because it's football, but why do they have that at the World Cup when that is like a like a, a worldwide event? Like there's the World Cup and mm. that decides who the best country is in the world. Yep, 100%. So they've introduced that. If you introduce that, you have to introduce all these other sports. Mm. You're doubling which up. You, you can't. AFL. Mm. Well, yeah, wouldn't go that far, but. Uh, imagine cricket at the World Cup. I might, I might vomit on myself. Like you can't have. Well, I think if these something's sports. already got a World Cup, don't have it in the Olympics. But you, with the World Cup, they said I think the rules are, you're in the Olympics if you have if you're under the age of 21. Yeah. So, what? Yeah, you're, the team entered right hmm. is if Let everyone's it. under 21, they're allowed to play, and this is the thing that really pissed me off. A few years back, Brazil won the Olympic gold medal and the commentator says, and this makes up for Brazil's uh, horrible defeat at the 2014 World Cup against Germany where they lost 7-1. No, it does not make up for the 7-1 defeat. This is Little League. The World Cup is a World Cup. Yeah. Germany rolled Brazil, and this commentator had the cheek to say that this makes up for it. That's it not even doesn't. Comparable. It's under twenty-one bullshit. Mm. The Olympics 
Get rid of all of those sports. Couldn't agree more. Couldn't agree that more. That are mainstream. It's time that we get around the weird ones like the bobsled and the... the curling? The, oh, the one yeah. that fucking do that. No, that's oh. street sweeping. Street yeah. sweeping? Oh, well, do, you, do you know what... We need honestly, to see some street sweeping every now and then. Has anyone seen the, uh, I think it's a winter Olympic one, the skeleton where you go down head first? Yeah. That's not even a sport. They're just the surviving people who have tried it before. <laughs> There is no sport. No one's good at that. They're just the best at not getting in an accident. <laughs> that is have a point. A very good point. I can't do, do it for a living, mate. Oh, I just like lean and go down a hill really fast. No, I try not to die almost every day. <laughs> What's the one sport at the Olympics where you, you watch it and you go, how do they not die? What's the one where... That. No, the, the one where they're, um, it's in the snow and they go down a steep slope and they... Yeah, ski jumping. And they go up and they, oh, my God. On oh, the backflips and whatever. Oh, I love no. it. The, the fast yeah. jumping. Oh, yeah. They, they did a movie about that guy. Who? Do you remember? Um, oh, forget it. It's an English film. Oh, fucking. He's never, no yeah. chance he's seen If that. I don't know it and you don't know it, we'll, yeah. we'll just move on. Do you know what they should put in at the Olympics, though? A what? Ultimate Frisbee. How good is that? No. So good. Well. It's skillful, too. Possibly, but it, it's, it's shit. I don't it's think not. you can. Well, explain it to me, because what I think it is is glow in the dark. Takes too long. Let's move on. Okay, fair enough. All right. Yeah. Move on. Well, it mustn't be that good if he doesn't want to tell me. Well, we're on the topic of sports, mm-hmm. and um, it got me thinking about the best sports moments of all time, but not only that, the best sports comebacks of all time. All right, I've got the first one. Flinders University versus... Oh, here we go. Adelaide University, Ultimate Frisbee. Yeah? Yeah, they came back from very loud. Oh, that's enough. Up. All right. Oh, fuck. Um, <laughs> I thought there was going to be a really cool story and you're going to come back from... Nah. nah. I've got nothing. <laughs> Mine... Got... All right, I know Liverpool fans, the ones that are listening, and I know there's a lot of you out there. Oh, soccer one? Football, all right? Oh, fuck. Well, let's be professional, all right? It's football. Mm-hmm. Um, the 2005 uh, Champions League final. Mm-hmm. Chelsea. Mm. AC Milan versus Liverpool. This was right. actually amazing. And I don't it like was. soccer. If you now, haven't seen this, we have to show you this clip. Now, this Dan, you didn't know much about it, but I did show you the video before. Yeah, see this. how I was acting like on you? We'll show you after. This team that AC Milan put out was the best team, arguably, of all time. It was combined. So 2005 was a year before the 2006 World Cup. At the 2006 World Cup, we have Brazil that are the favourites yep. and Italy, who were the eventual winners. This team was made up of like Brazil, Italy players, right? So we had Kaka, Crespo, Dita was the goalkeeper, Cafu, Shevchenko was the Ukrainian gun, Perlo, Cristiano Ronaldo, Messi. Okay, you, I, you, I made up those last two, but it was just, a good team, okay? You, it was a good team. You almost slurped halfway through. <laughs> you were that excited. <laughs> delicious This team, team was delicious. Um, now, not only were they way better, but they went into the game with a one-minute lead and then at halftime it was a 3-0 lead. And I was reading through the comments and I saw this one guy that was commenting. He's like, my brother, he was at the game and he left the game at halftime, having paid ridiculous amounts for his ticket, went home and slept, and the next day he was awoken by noises of Liverpool fans. He's like, 
that doesn't make sense. Why would Liverpool fans be up celebrating, turns on the TV and just freaks out and goes, I've, I have made the biggest mistake I will ever make of my life. Mm-hmm. Liverpool came down from 3-0 to draw 3-0, went to extra time. Um, the goalkeeper made great saves, went to penalties. Shevchenko missed the penalty and they ended up winning. In my mind, that is the greatest comeback of all time. And considering soccer is such a low-scoring game. Considering football is such a low-scoring game. Oh, fuck. It is. It's, it well, was very impressive to watch I mean, the highlight reel. I mean, very. if they were to win Liverpool, they needed to score early. They were 3-0 down. Mm. You you may as well have gone to sleep and just let it go. If you They fought back. If and you they, were there, you, would you have sat it out if you were – let's say that was Geelong oh, at a grand final, I would, 100 points down. I would time. never, ever – Ever leave a Geelong game early, no matter what the situation Good was. Good man, I, I respect that. Like mm-hmm. 2007 Geelong Port, any Port supporters that left early, I've lost all respect for you. And a matter of fact, I've, I've lost all respect for Port supporters anyway. So, oh, nah. shots fired. <laughs> nah, they're all right. All right. I, um, I would think that my, the one that probably resonates the most with me would be Amazing Adelaide. Any, anyone? Oh, second test, two thousand and six, seven yeah. test series. Going to the final day, he's really causing you problems, yeah. isn't he? Yeah. <clears throat> oh well, it's chats with so, cats, mate. That's what happens. You're just gonna have to deal with him. Sign up for this. You did say you're like, oh, I wonder if the cats are gonna be around tonight, and they're very around. So much good, good stuff. That Thank is. They are way too around. <laughs> A bit too much around. So yeah, the last day they're chasing one sixty seven after bowling out England when they shouldn't have in two sessions. So the last session. They're chasing 167, which is what? 36 overs we worked out to be. Dan, Dan, let me let me just say, I was in year 10, Blackwood High School. I was doing Business Week. Now, I don't know if you guys ever did that. Business Week, complete waste of time, whatever, right? So I've gone to the gym and I'm working out there with my mate and we're talking to this guy and we're discussing the cricket and I go, we're thinking about skipping a day of Business Week tomorrow to go to the cricket. Straight away, the reaction, oh, it'll be a draw. Oh, I know so much about cricket. Oh, it'll be a draw. All right, all right. That's cool, all right? The idea was to go, take the day off. We didn't care about the result, but they were trying to tell us, don't go because it's going to be a draw. Now, at Stumps Day 4, England were 1 for 50 with a lead of 90. This is where you take over. Go. Well, basically, uh, there was the chance of Australia going really attacking and bleeding runs and then trying to chase it down. Was yeah. never going to happen. Yeah. So they went defensive and somehow in two sessions bowled them out for that 168. Well, the thing that blew my mind was the run out of, um, I think it was what? Ian Bell. So when you're trying to save a test match, because they, they were being very defensive, like, oh, this will just be a draw. Just block it out. Why would you be trying to take risky runs? So he gets run out and then KP gets bowled around his legs, Kevin Peterson to warn. And that was a Awesome bowl. And that opens up the middle order and then the rest is history. They just tore through them. Like they were just throwing wickets away. And I remember sitting next to a guy in the Barmy Army and he was almost vomiting on himself. Like he couldn't believe it. He was so upset. And were you thinking, what a great decision I've made? I was thinking, amazing decision. And to those guys at the gym that told me not to go, it'll be a draw. Fuck you. Anyway, let's move on. Well, it's, it's almost like you made the same sort of decision that other guy did with lot, a lot less money. Correct. Mm. And had a better outcome. Yeah. So Hussey hit the winning runs. 
and uh, um, they chased them down, I think, with five overs to spare. Yeah, see, I never really remembered how many balls were left. So it was still – they must have really got that target fast. They – I think they were going at about five and over, which yeah. was like a very fast rate because – Back then did, and before 2020? Correct. Because they did – you can't just chase those runs and you're either going to get a win or a draw. They risked losing the game going for the win. Yeah. And uh, – And Shane Warne pr- was a big It's a proud Australian moment. It was. Good. Very good. My favourite part of the cricket in the summer is when we get a rained out game and evidently they'll always play the amazing Adelaide. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Because you, always get, you get a replay of it. And sometimes and you it's see an replays HD. and mm. you're just like, no, leave me alone. Put something else on. But, but to go from should I go to the cricket, shouldn't I, to going and then them putting the game on a DVD called Amazing Adelaide. Can I ask you one? Know you, you, you know you've won at life. You know how sometimes they let everyone in for free on day five, especially if there's no result? Did uh, you get in for free? I can't say for sure, but I assume that we got let Let's in for free. Let's say you did. What a good decision. Great decision. Money Very well good. spent. Uh, money not spent. All right, it was well done. <laughs> We're moving on. <laughs> All right, so <clears throat> who can I be now? Tom this, Hanks. No, it's not that guy. All right. A good guess. All right, so Mike, you're two one up in this. What? Where did those numbers? No, that's come bullshit. From? Do you know why? Because the Russell Coit one should have been a half point each. Nah, because nah, I said the name first. You didn't give me the name. I could have said me. I could have said Russell Coit within the opening like thirty seconds, but we you have to say the actual name of the human being. Glenn Robbins. See, half point each. All right. Anyway, move on. Who can I be now? Uh, early life. I was born on February 11, 1969 in Los Angeles. Could be anyone. As a child, I moved to New York City. Despite my father's television career, I was discouraged from watching Angelina Jolie. No. From watching television, though I found ways around it. Charlie Sheen. No. Having discovered acting at age 11, I enrolled in Manhattan's Fiorello H. LaGuardia High School of Music and Performing Arts, where I joined uh, School Drama Society. No, no one's got it. I first worked in off-Broadway productions such as For Dear Life and Dancing on Checkers Grave and supported myself with three part-time jobs, including working as a telemarketer, a waiter and a bike messenger. No. No. I began working as an actor... At an early age with my uncredited role in the 1988 film Mac and Me. Macaulay Culkin? No. I was going to say that. I was actually going to say that. No, that was um, it's another film. I obtained my first regular television role on Malloy in 1990 and appeared in Ferris Bueller's A Television Adaption of the 1986 film oh. Fer- Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Oh. Uh, I knew that would oh almost get you excited. Frankie Muniz. Not close. Uh, I also appeared in two more failed television comedy series, The Edge. Matthew and, Broderick. And Muddling, around, uh, Muddling Through. My first major film role came in 1993's Charlie horror, Sheen. horror comedy, Leprechaun. You <laughs> <laughs> suck at this. Well, it's, it has been very hard so far. I had A to horror make comedy called Leprechaun. Yeah, I just okay. remembered Charlie Sheen was in Ferris Bueller's Day Off. I'm tuned out. My net worth is estimated to be $300 million. Dan Wilston. Oh. 
Films with me in the leading role have grossed over $1.6 billion worldwide, with 12 of those titles earning at least $100 million at the box office. Some of my most critically acclaimed film roles include... Robert off, Danny Jr. I'm just going to list them off. And first one to jump in that gets it correct, I'm only going to say, or point if you get it, Office Space, The Good Girl, Cake, Dumplin'. Oh, the, the, the lady. The, is it lady? You didn't even give us the sex. Well, We're guessing men. My biggest box office success include Bruce Almighty, The Breakup, Marley and Me, Just Go With It, Horrible Jennifer Aniston. Oh, oh, I forgot her name. Well, that's what happens when you don't know who it could be now. Far out. Oh, well done, guys. I felt like that was a very... This is... I, I, I feel so dumb during this segment. It's <laughs> fucked. Do you know what you're very good at? What? The last one. Oh, if you could have just got to the last one. Well, where the Millers? No, the last one. Wait, I Dan, rose to international Dan, fame. Dan, Dan, can I be honest? You threw me off with Ferris Bueller's Day Off. What, what are you talking about? A TV adaption, he said. TV adaption. Listen clearly. Oh, I was thinking oh, that they were in that film. No, the last thing, which I knew everyone was going to get, so I had to, even though it was earlier than everything else that I was saying, was I rose to international fame for my role as Rachel Green on the television sitcom Friends. Oh, that would have sold it. Exactly. That's why you leave it last when everyone's struggling and they may not know the movie. We so suck you should have said, I played someone the same name as your wife. That's very easy for you and not for him. No. Very bad decision to do that. Oh, well done, Mark. All right. Uh, I don't, 52. It doesn't feel satisfying I can't at all. she's 52 years old. Milf. And she looks so hot. Still. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's my crush. What? I mean, what age does she need to be before she's not attractive anymore? Are we thinking, like, 90? No, I think 77. <laughs> yeah. Honestly. That's pretty yeah, I think pretty there's, there's a lot of money to keep her pretty for a long time. Yeah, um, 300 million. Oh, we're going straight into a special episode of Five Seconds or Something. Can't do that ever again. Me? Uh, oh, jeez. <laughs> I hated that noise. All right. What even did that? You. You. Well, oh, just you. you. Jeez. All right. Don't even know what I did. All right. Uh, who's gone first here? Mark's uh, losing, so he can go. All right. Yeah. Right. Just two down. All right. Mark, name. Oh, hang on. That's the covered one. Uh, name three fish you might find in the supermarket. Barramundi. Uh, uh, <laughs> the, the first one came out fairly confident and then it just fell away fast. Barramundi salmon snapper. Oh, see, maybe I've, I've oh, started with Have you heard about my fishing stories? Yeah, you're very bad. They suck <laughs> and I'm shit. I, ha- I took him fishing nine times before he caught a fish. Uh, people think that people listening think you're joking. No, I'm being dead you're not, serious. You're not yeah. at all. And like it's like Flander, catching Groper, and all the time. flake, butterfish. He's not a fishing guy. Wow. All right, Richard. Can we do the same one again? No. Damn it. Name three excuses. <clears throat> name three excuses to give for calling in sick. I pooed myself, I weed myself, and I'm late for no reason, and I went home for... Ah, uh, no, 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 The last okay. one sucked. Doesn't matter. I'm late for true. no reason. Uh, it's not an excuse. Nah. I crashed. Yeah, it's too yeah, late too now. Too late now. You, you should have... It's nah. run out. You can't just say I'm late nah, for no reason. you can't. That's a shit excuse. <laughs> better than my fish attempt. Mm. All right, Mark. Yep. Name three things not to do on a job interview. Uh, stutter, laugh, and shit your pants. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Do we give him laugh? No. 
That's true. I'm no. They were correct. <laughs> I don't, I Hang on, Stutter. With all due respect here, the guy who doesn't have a job can't be giving you advice. <laughs> <laughs> He's his own boss. Stop, stop so that. What do I do? No, I, Come on, give me one. Uh, I can't give it to you. Laughing shit. Oh God. You want to laugh. They want to see that you're happy. No, laugh. Like, <laughs> nah, nah, oh. shit. All right, name. Tough crowd. Rick, name three boy bands. Backstreet Boys, Boys to Men, and NSYNC. <laughs> yes. He's got it. Yeah, I'll give it to him. I wouldn't have got one. Yeah, I'll, his head, his head, did you know, Where's your head? His whole face at? squeezed together and his brain went, and then out came the last one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, you ready? Yeah. Special episode of five each. All right. Name three things, Mark, you do while no one is looking. Uh, fart, uh, smell your armpits, and shit your pants. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I can't get it. I don't think you want to shit your pants anytime. <laughs> That's a scary look into your private life, mate. Yeah. He's like, looking around. Anyone looking? <laughs> that's, just, that's, literally, that's literally what I look like when I'm by myself. That's oh, all right. <laughs> Fuck me. Oh, no. Oh, Rick. <laughs> I'm not ready. Oh, just, hang on, can you guys look away? All right, I'm good to go. <laughs> Name three things that you brush. Your teeth, your hair, and your pubes. Nah. Nah. What are you talking about? No. Nah. nah. You don't brush your pubes. No. If you do, you're fucking weird. You'd brush a cat or a dog. Or maybe... If if he got that, I would get the other nah, one. I'm not giving yeah. you pubes. That's fucking... Oh, my fucking... God. You've... you've uh, you're, you're more strict now. I have to be. Yeah. Like, I was a little bit... Nah. No. Wow. Mark. Can't get away. Oh, is there more? Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah, all right. Name three soups. Continental cockaliki and cress soup. What is the middle one? Um, this is when it pays to actually watch films because two of those are from Witches, which is a film where they discuss what soup they'll have. So I win. These are fake soups. Well, let's look at the video. Roll it now. Yes. What kind of soup is that? That is the cress soup, sir. Well, if they're all having cress soup, I'll have the cress soup, thank you. Yes, that soup is specially made for their party, sir. The soup on the menu tonight is cockaliki. And very nice it is, too. Yes, but I don't want cockaliki. I don't like cockaliki. I like cress. So just take that back to the kitchen and tell the chef de cuisine that there's one more order for cress soup. Now, there's a laddie. Well done. Cockaliki is a fake soup. Mm. I think no. it's... Uh, well, the footage just ruled you out, so it's all Do you know what... I know. This is for you. Name three excuses for not going to bed. I didn't want to go to bed. I stayed up drinking and I went to the cricket. Oh. Didn't want to go to bed. Yeah. That's, an, that's an easy excuse. Okay, I don't, I don't want to go. I don't All right, if I, I'll give Mark the soup and you can get that one. What? What? What was the third one? Cricket. Yeah, watching the cricket. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. that's yeah. That's always oh. an excuse. I was very fifty-fifty on these soups, mate. All right. Well, the footage doesn't lie, and it's been played. So, yeah, but the problem anything is, anything you say from here is a shutdown because the footage has been. Played. Are you saying you believe everything that happens in a movie? Uh, I'm saying that the movie named two soups that were on my list, and I win. Okay, name three things. Who's this turn? Is it my turn? His you just, turn. You just got one. 
Hang on. Isn't... Aren't we doing way more than we usually yeah, do? Yeah, that's it. Special episode five. Oh, okay. Name three things that you tie. Your tie, your shoelaces, and... Yeah. Oh, it is a hard one, even though it seems easy. What will you? What would you do with that? It's a secret. What yeah. if it comes up again? Yeah. He won't. Okay. Rick, name three things you can do in the air. Fly, skydive, and bungee jump. Yeah. They, oh, were, no. they were literally... As he was saying that, I was like, fly, skydive, but yeah, he's got it. Well done. That was probably the most solid answer all night. That was fucking pathetic. But we'll move on. Okay. Wow. That's that's really rough. They're good good answers. You've just killed us both there. Yeah, Yeah. but you had five. I think we got three correct out of ten. Are you going to resuscitate either of us? Nah, nah, we're moving on. Why on? Well, that's rough. I want to know. He's so into the podcast all of a sudden. What did you did you give him catnip before the episode started? Ah, no catnip or anything. He's just because he's making Rick's life harder than it should be. <laughs> How's your breathing? You well, breathe? I've had about twelve puffers. So. Just airways, just oh. closing up. Going to lose consciousness. Mm, all right, we wanted to talk about saving people's lives and if we'd ever done it before. Oh, anyone well, will lead this off because oh, I, I will. Yeah. Um, okay, so when you asked me this. Pre-show, I thought, has there been a time where I've genuinely thought I've saved someone's life? And there was a time at Marion Pool. Anyone listening from Adelaide would know Marion Pool is the outdoor pool, not the new indoor one, the outdoor one where ferals go to to swim and enjoy their summer, okay? Mm. So the main pool, you know, I'm in the water, I'm at the shallow end and I'm making my way down to the deep end. And on the way through, there's a family... So you've got the parents with this young girl and this young boy who would have been about four years old and he's grabbed onto the edge and he's let go of the edge and you could, you could tell it was such a big moment for him as he let go. He's let go and he's trying to swim and make his way over to where the parents were. As he's done this, you can, se- you can tell the fear in his eyes when he's realised he's not going to make it. And he started – he went underwater oh. and he started – sort of trying to get up, get his head above the water. He couldn't do it. And I that was looking choke. I was looking over at the parents and I thought, when are you two going to notice that you're about <laughs> to lose your boy to drowning? Like, are you going to look over? Are you going to notice? They didn't. So I'm thinking like, when is it the right time to step in? And I'm like, if he stays under any longer, I'm going to have to come in. So I waited like two minutes. No. Don't want to seem too keen. But I, 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 I waited and I looked over. I'm like, nah. And I grabbed him. I lifted him up. He started crying. He was that rattled and upset because I knew and he knew how bad the situation was. I took him over to his parents and I said, hey, I think your, your boy was in a bit of trouble. And they're like, oh, Come here, you. And they completely played it off as though there was nothing wrong at all. So you didn't even get the good feeling of No, not even like the pat on the back. Like, oh, like Good Samaritan vibe. Not at all. You're just like the pedophile of the pool. Yeah, it's it's because because parents, the parents, didn't want to admit that their parenting skills had gone to shit. Well done. And Mm. they knew that by going, oh, my God, Scary! Oh my god, I'm so happy you like helped him. 
That's basically them saying, yeah, we lost sight of our kid and we fucked up. Yeah, 100%. And yeah. they didn't want to do that. There was never even a thank you. Yeah. The kid was underwater and he was crying and I did the right thing and I wanted to pat on the back. I would have gone back 10 minutes later, grabbed him and put him in the deep end. I did. Oh, okay. <laughs> and he died. <laughs> oh, uh, he's, he's safe and sound and hopefully living a I good life. I wonder if he, he will ever hear this podcast and... Uh, if he does, he'll he'll know that we're talking about him. How old was he? Like four. Oh, so I'll probably old. He was fifteen. <laughs> fifteen years old. Nah, That's that yeah. weird guy that touched me in the pool. <laughs> <laughs> I've just bended the story. But yeah, that's that's my um, moment that stands out in my mind. Dan, do you have one? Actually, talking about pool stories, when I had my eighth or ninth birthday party, <clears throat> you don't have a lot of pool over who comes. Yeah. You know, mainly your parents go, I know you get along with him. Yeah. But then there's occasionally your mum's best friend that has a kid Uh-oh. that comes. And you don't know him. No. Just, I knew him. Didn't like him. Didn't want him there. Waste of time, waste of space. And he's a lovely guy. Eight years old. He's yeah. there. He rocked up. I was like, oh. oh, you're here. Hated him for no reason. Yeah. Just being a bad guy. It's horrible. Right? It's a horrible person, mm. actually. But I heard on the grapevine that he couldn't swim very well. <gasps> no. Hmm. Oh, yep. I don't want to hear the rest of We used of this. to have an indoor pool and I saw all my friends swimming, having a great time. I got out and he was standing there with some floaties around his arm. I thought, I'm going to rip those off and push him in. <laughs> this will learn you for coming to my party. Did you Deep just say this will learn you? Yeah, pushed him. And all he Big did saying was. saying back in the day, Mark. Yeah, one of these things, just deep end, arms straight up, floaties came off and he just sank to the bottom. Oh, no. And I watched. I was like, there he goes. And it took like the parents probably like 40 seconds to realise he was there. 40? Yeah, probably 10. But anyway. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, yeah, then I had like parents like grabbing one arm each. Like, you know how like they'd pick up kids and they look so flimsy because they're so light? Yeah, because they're dead. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, they pulled him out and he's gasping for air. And I got asked, why did you do that? Just didn't want him at my party. And I'm a bad person. It's probably the one of the worst things I've ever done. Wow. Does you, that do you still wake up at night time thinking like I can't sleep tonight because of that? Nah. Cold I, honestly I I do chuckle about it because it's not me anymore, but it oh bad kid. Very what? bad kid. That is, is you. It's still you. No. Killed a dog, tried to drown a kid. Bad person. Wow. Mm. Killed a dog. That's for another episode. That was last I've week. T- last week. Well, doesn't matter. You're asleep. <laughs> yeah, you are asleep. I've got a couple. All right. So when I first moved to Adelaide, I was in Marion Shopping Centre in the food court, mm-hmm. and this lady. What year are we talking? Uh, I love, I love, I love the old school. 2006. Okay. Yeah, why about? And I was sitting there eating, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> this old lady just collapsed on my shoulder. She was having a stroke. Oh wow! Yeah. That's yuck. Yeah, I said then, whack. Oh, jeez. This is a real whack situation. So, so did you, like, run away or...? <laughs> I put her down. I made sure she wasn't, like, swallowing her tongue, got her in the recovery position, went and got security. How do you think to do that in that, in that moment? I'm, I told you, on. I would have stood there and gone, oh, this is very unfortunate for her. Like, I don't think to move. I'm f- Dan, shame on you. I would have filmed it. Bad person. <laughs> At least got some value for it later. Yeah. Sell it to Channel 9. Seven. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, the security guard said if you didn't do that, she would have died. So that was a good one. Really? I was walking to school when I was in high You've school. You've saved more than one person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck you. Thank you. Yeah. Later. Fuck. Not on the podcast. Weird. 
I was walking to high school and I used to always walk past this lady and she always would say hello to me. She'd go, G'day, good morning, blah, blah. And I was walking past and she was frozen still. She was standing at the front of her thing and she was just like... Like what, having a heart attack? Yes. She was having a heart attack. Do you give people a lot of heart attacks? I ran next door and I got them to call the ambulance and she survived. So there's two. The last one is actually me. Three people. No, I didn't save myself. No, but it's still three. Oh, you, you got saved. Yeah. Oh, so, that's unfortunate too. Oh, wow. <laughs> if he wasn't saved, we wouldn't have this podcast. Yeah, I know. Oh, we were on the beers one night, um, myself and Godden. I don't think either of you have met Godden. But I don't think I want to with that I think name. he played for West Coast. <laughs> Go on. I went out to the pool and he was still inside watching TV. I said, mate, I'm going to go out and jump in the pool. And I went to do an inward backflip and the bricks around the pool were all wet. Oh, yeah. The old slip and so smash. So the old inward backflip, jumping and inverting. And I slipped and smashed my head so hard on the edge of the pool. Knocked out? It, yeah. And he came out and he said, you were face down in the water just floating around. Wow. Yeah. So I ended up having to go to hospital. How did, what happened? No. Like, you don't just go to hospital from face down. Yeah. What happens so in So did he that? jump in? He jumped you? in, got C- me out. CPR? Sure I was still breathing. So was, was he like... Like fully clothed, jumping in the pool. No, he came out to go in the pool as well. Oh, oh my God. I just went out there first. So if he I could have died, if he didn't come out at that specific time, you may have died. Definitely. Or if he changed his mind and thought, "I need to poo first. Yeah, you're dead. You're dead. Dead. Wow, crazy. That's that is insane. Mm. That's a, oh my sliding God. doors. It sliding is. Doors. It is a. Oh yeah. That's a. I'm. Never heard that story either. I'm a bit Good rattled. Story. I am a bit rattled. That's amazing. So like. If it wasn't for that timing, Rick's not here. Do you know what that is? It's two good deeds done and he's been saved by one good deed. You get rewarded. Yeah. yeah. I've done two. So when I fall and slip my head, I'm fucked. <laughs> <laughs> like someone's going to see me and go, too hard. Yeah. Like you haven't saved enough people. Fuck this guy. Yeah. Oh, I'm gone. All right. Well, I think oh. that's us done for this week anyway. So, Brilliant. I've had fun. Have you? Yeah. I have too, actually. I did want to say that we, for everyone out there, we have uh, full episodes on our YouTube and uh, come visit our Instagram if you haven't already. And TikTok. Don't oh, yeah, TikTok, TikTok as well. That it's all there. Yeah, I can not TikTok these days. I don't know. I don't no. know. I don't know. Or is, it, is it the best thing? It's not the best thing, but it's not the worst thing. Oh, something. Yeah, well, it's, it's up. Yeah, you could argue about it. <laughs> we always argue about it. Really? <laughs> we like Anyway, guys, thanks very much again for joining us as always. And wherever you get your podcasts, go and listen to our latest episode. Yep. Spotify, Apple Music, Google Podcasts. See you next week. See you, guys. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.